Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Listening to the Thinker Girls pod channel. I'm Stacey June. I'm Christy Mercer. Are you unsure about the pod channel? Yeah, well, I just. What's the deal, bro? Wasn't sure if I could hear myself at the moment, and I think it's all fine. I can hear you loud and clear, babe. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. There's something that's changed with the headphones. Anyway, hello. Hi. Hello. Um, yes, as Stacey said, this is a pod channel. Question mark at the end? No, it yeah. is. It actually is. Um, yeah, it's a channel where you can hear different shows across the week. Mm-hmm. Conversations between us two, catching up as mates, conversations with really interesting, inspiring guests, conversations with you guys about what you want to hear, um, conversations about what's going on in our world, pop culture, shit that we're interested in. Um, you've landed on the catch-up today. Yeah, we only have a few left before we go on tour. If you want to join us for our live panel show tour, we've announced some guests uh, as of last week or this week. It depends when you're listening um we are being joined by georgia love gretel colleen lola berry lies and sarah from those two girls that do a national early early breakfast mm-hmm. show in brisbane prudence kate prudence is a kate, very big blogger a fashion chicky in brisbane many others so we've got another announcement coming um next week and we are very, very excited to see you guys. So tickets and all the info about where the shows are and the dates are, is available at thethinkergirls.com.au or we'll put it in show notes. Jump on board. Yes, please. Get a posse together or if you just want to come on your own, come on your own. Yeah, that's important. Yes, it's not, you know, it doesn't have to be this. We get that asked fair bit can I just come on my own or I do, you know, my boyfriend doesn't want to come or I don't have any mates there will be other people that are that are on their own too and I just think going to shows slash movies on your own is the best thing ever yeah it's interesting because a lot of uh, our listeners or followers will come on their own so don't feel mm-hmm. alone mm-hmm. if you are a person that is uh, thinking about rounding up a group or whatever particularly in Adelaide and Brisbane we'd love to see you I'm not saying that we're not loving you in Melbourne and Sydney but we are really excited because we won't travel to Adelaide and Brisbane as much as we happen to do Melbourne and Sydney. Melbourne and Sydney is where we're from. It's just a more convenient thing. So if you are thinking about coming and haven't yet got your tickets, um, these the opportunity for us to come to you isn't, isn't common. Is that mm. a word? Common yeah. or or as likely as we would to travel the other states. Well, so, it's just not as frequent. You can't just crash on Dad's couch, you know? Yeah, so mm. make, sure you, make sure you come by and, and say hello. We'd love, 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 love to meet you. Yes. Um, this is the catch-up. It's a chat about what's going on in our lives that we will share, just like you would with a mate over a cough. Yeah, it's going to be a sh- wine, one of us. It's quite short this week. Yes. Very short. Um, I want to talk about how I've realised I've got a real key a real tool of how to gauge where I'm at in terms of my patience okay. for that day, for that week or where I'm at um, in my head, my headspace, and that is the way that I speak to my mum on the phone. Oh, yeah. Mm. If I'm snappy-bappy at her, I'm like, 
yeah, I really, I've realised it's quite telling the way that I interact with her on the phone. She, I live interstate from her, mm. um, based on where I'm at in mm. my day. Mm-hmm. I ta- she's a bit of a punching bag sometimes. I want to clarify as well: the Kylie Minogue um, Golden Tour goes on sale today, and that's why the show will be sh- a shorter show this. How week. long have we got? Oh, not long. Maybe. Fuck, we've only got fifteen minutes. Twenty now. minutes. Twenty minutes. So we've got to power through. So are you the ticket buyer? Yeah, this year I am. Are you on hold? What do you do? Do you um, do this? I've got a pre-sale code. Brilliant. Um, I'm a member of Frontier <laughs> Touring. Look at that. What of Kylie Minogue? Big, well. Yeah, I was. And of Silverchair. That's the only thing I've ever given a shit that much to be a member of. Okay. Thank you to those of you that are members with us. Yes. Really appreciate it. Um, I want to talk about uh, my commitment, no, my newfound commitment to my bed. And again, as you head into your 30s, I actually didn't realise that this was a thing that might not be an age thing because I did it on Instagram a few weeks ago. But I feel very out of sorts being away from my bed and my mm. routine and and I and I am I thought it was an age thing, but um, I, I think it might not be. I think it may just be some people are just always like that, like don't want to stay over at things, don't want to mm. stay at people's houses, don't like to leave their house. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, do you want me to start? Yeah, kick that off. So I was in Melbourne and I'm not sure if you follow me on Instagram, but I did a story on it about I saw it. essentially I was bed hopping across the weekend. And sometime with work, we might get a hotel room for different things or there might be a mate that's like, I've got, you know, this spare room. My usual place of residence is at my bestie's house who is now having her second child. So mm, Not as sexy as bed hopping sounds because you say bed hopping and I'm like, hmm. No, Hello. No. No. Because at this point, you know, my best mate's husband sleeping with her other her firstborn, so I can sleep in bed with her. You and love she's them. pregnant. Yeah, she's yeah, also okay. pregnant with the big banana pillow in between. Like, sure. and it's fine. They've got a very big new king bed, but I'm in her husband's bed. You know, as he's in another bed, it's just you feel bad. And I didn't do the hotel thing or the Airbnb thing because I'm from Melbourne, so I have so many options, but. Are they the options that I can that I can handle any more to save cash? It's interesting because you do so much stuff where you're like, oh well, it's you know it'll save me what six hundred bucks to stay in a hotel, and I just don't know if that money is no longer worthy of my privacy, sleep, and just overall introverted uh, needs you but you always say to me you know how I'm always like oh I don't want to if you're like do you want to have do you want to stay for dinner I'll is I've gotten better I reckon but I'm in my head around like oh no you probably don't want me to stay because you know Ben will be home from work soon and you guys can just have your chill and I don't want to leave and then you look at each other and go oh that was a bit of a drag that she was here or, you know, said yes, even though it was an empty offer. As you know, just, but And you, P.S., I would never give an empty offer. I would just I wouldn't know, ask But you. it's still in my mind to be like, do you really want me, you know what I mean, where you're just like, am I overstaying my welcome? And you always say to me, oh, my God, just push through because it doesn't, as you say, I wouldn't offer for you to stay for dinner if I didn't want you to. And you know your best mate would not... As she is however many months pregnant, she wouldn't say, it's fine for you to stay in my bed and stay at our place if she really didn't mean it. Yeah, and I thought that I was also I, – I, I put it on that that was making me uncomfortable, that it was about making other people uncomfortable. But actually what I've realised is oh, it's, is you. it's just as Makes much you uncomfortable. me. Yeah, okay. I'm the one that's uncomfortable. I'm the one that needs my space. I'm the one that – 
um, has struggled with anxiety this year. So if you don't have certain things in place, i.e. my gratitude, my meditation, a space to be able to do all of those things, I it's safe to say I am fucking high maintenance. What, can- I need more than just being able to do I need more than what I think my family and friends can give me I was gonna say can you do those things at a place like can you set up your own little sense of routine or you it's just not possible no not really Mm. not really and it's yeah it's I think it's just also often we will put things on other people and not really own that some of it's coming from ourselves you know because it it feels like a real kind of person to be able to say I just am not interested in sleeping over or I'm not, I need my own time. As much as I kind of know that, in reality, I don't think I've really admitted it to the level of what my needs are for my own mental health. Because I was going to say, here's my question. As somebody that's been a bed hopper and been pretty, well, on the outside anyway, pretty comfy in that, like I'm, you know, um, yeah, I've never heard you talk about that before. You're like, oh, I need my bed real bad or I yeah, need this. Nah. You know, you kind of just. And I was the girl in high school sleeping over. Yeah, I Basically, yeah. Beth's, Bessie Betts' parents helped raise me. I lived yeah. in her house that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want to know if this is if this is a bit of column A, bit of column B. Like, have you always been semi-uncomfortable but just not really realised it? Like subconsciously, uh, I need my space, but I'm just going to pretend this is all cool. Or is it something that is a recent thing where you go, oh, this is a new kind of feeling and a new kind of space I'm in where I need more alone time? Very good question. Definitely the first. I thought it might be. So you haven't been been honest with yourself about it? No, I've just been tricking myself. Yeah, okay. Because I think as a kid, I didn't have a really stable home to go home to. So I was always very happy to go and stay at my friend's houses that had, even if it wasn't perfect at home, there was still somebody that you would come home to, somebody that would be you'd eat dinner with. Um, I was raised in a single mum home and my mum was working most of the time. And my brother and I weren't really connected because of that through our teenage years so I think I just did that to survive and then it just continued to be something I always was about because it's funny you and now I'm like nah you've spoken on this you I reckon you've done it as a topic on this very podcast space that we have saying how you're a sleepover girl yeah and you don't want the part you know the stayer I don't want the party to win like, all right where are we going now where are we going now whose house am I staying at so it's so interesting to know you so intimately in your life and your stories and all this and your, you know, the way that you speak about where you're at with certain, you know, the, yeah. mo- the most mundane shit, you know oh. what I mean? Like it's a funny thing that we share Have, these yeah, little yeah, things yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah. even my sister or other people that I've known for a million times longer would never know. No. So it's interesting to hear you sit in front of you and hear you do a thing about, oh, sleepovers, I'm always the sleepover girl. And now you're like, I've realised I've said I'm that, but really, I'm I just, not. And I, I'm happy. Like, we all go away. Bestie Beth and Peanut are now um, hurt their families. It's like families now because Peanut has a family. Beth and I don't. Well, Beth does. She's got she's, two dogs, Exactly. Bro. I said to her when I said at her place, I feel like you've got more of a family than Peanut does because there's two of them. So I'm happy to do that and then I'll have my own room. So it's not like I'm not – it has to be this house. I think I just need my own space. Pitch a tent in the backyard. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm not like, even joking. Let's get creative. Like let's, because you want to be there. Because you do want to be there, <laughs> but you also want to tap out. Motorhome. Hi, one of those fucking motorhomes parking in a driveway. Because even if you could say you, you, I know what and you then need. They open the, they open the caravan door, and I'm like, 
Hello. Humaya, I know what you need. Humaya. Do you know what you need? Humaya. You need to be able to say goodbye. Yeah. That's what you need. You don't want to go away forever, but no. you're just like, I just want to say night night and close the door. Yeah, because I'm a person. I'm like an iPhone. Like, I just need to be charged. Okay. <laughs> but not in the room. Like, yeah, you're always like, charge another room. That's all I have to say Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I want to talk about um, uh, a realisation that I have had that my mum and the way I speak to her on the phone is a massive gauge of where I am at in my headspace and how patient I am. I think so many people could relate Shit. to this. Oh, my gosh. So I, I don't know, I've spoken a lot about my relationship with my mum over the years, like on the radio show and bits and pieces that we've done because, you know, as we've both discovered, A, so many chicks relate to it mm. because there is so much pressure, I think, on this mother-daughter, we're besties, we go shopping, you know, and we are, we're matching tracksuits, mm. you know, my mum's my best friend, mm. you know, this picture and this pressure that we feel from society that if it doesn't look that way, then you've got a shithouse relationship with your mum. And yeah. I've worked really hard on myself, which in turn has allowed me to have a better relationship and acceptance of who my mum is and what our relationship is. We'll put a few we'll put a few episodes in show notes for you to go back if you haven't heard mm. some of these because I think they're important. And one of the biggest things I think, it, it's funny how you said that you've worked on yourself so that's helped you work with your mum. Yeah. But actually I believe that this work for us all starts with the relationship with our parents and then you're able to truly work on yourself. Mm. I think it often comes in the order that you're like, I'm going to work on myself and then you start shedding out all the things you need to work on. And I think if we went straight to our parents and straight into therapy saying, right, I need to work out my relationship with my parents and had that as the beginning and just and even if you felt really great in the world and you went into therapy just for that. There's so much. We'd be all better people. It blew my fucking mind apart when I started doing some like proper therapy. Yeah. Because I went in there to talk about other shit. Like I'm like, oh, I've got a drinking problem. So let's sort that out first yeah. before I just talk about my mum. Where do you but think it, any all, of it comes from? Or, oh, my gosh, for reals though. Like it to the point where it shocked me. Yeah. I was like. It was, a, it was like a healer that I saw in Bali and it was so, I paid so much money. And the only thing. And when you're paying really, a lot of money in Bali, that's even more money, you know? Um, and it was, he basically said to me, there is no other life work to do. 
for you to set yourself free other than working on the relationship of your mother and father. Yeah, there's so much in it. Yes. So much in it. So anyway, we've worked hard on that and have kind of landed in this place where um, we're probably as close as we've ever been because I think I'm not constantly expecting, I don't know, expecting something that I know. My mum gives me things in a way that she wants to give them and I receive them in a way I want to give them. But I think for a long time I was like, no, your love and your support and your mum skills have to come like this because this is the way it's presented. A mum looks like And this. she's supportive yeah. in her own unique kind of quirky mm. there but not their way. Mm. And I guess I am the same back to her. Mm. I wouldn't say it's unconventional but there's just an element of acceptance now mm. that I'm like, mm. she loves me and that's, mm. a, that's enough. Mm-mm. So... Still every now and then, because I'm not in this place where I'm like, oh, I always hang up the phone from her and I'm like, oh, it's all roses and glitter and I've fucking cracked this relationship open and how stunning it all is. Like it will always be and she's a a tester of my patience Mm. and I probably am with her too Mm. because I'm constantly – Asking, well, why? Why did you mm. do that then? Mm. Or, you know, challenge, we challenge each other mm. in very different ways. Mm. And I guess non-conventional mother-daughter ways too because mm. I think often it can come from a – sometimes I play mum to her and mm. she plays, you know, and vice versa for lots of different reasons. She had one parent growing up and I don't know, whatever. Um, so then I'm not always hanging up the phone from her going – Oh, what a dream. What a dream. This is a dream a relationship dream. now. We've got our own unique way of doing things. Look at what we've sorted out. Oh, no. my God. It would be so much. And i I got to say, I had such a nice catch up with my mum on the weekend, but it is the rarity to get off the phone thinking, feeling lighter. I think the thing with my mum is, right, she, um, she's very honest. So... And I've spoken to her so many times over the years and, and had a bit of a, a – not a run-in, but just a bit of a – I hung up on her the other day. I just said – which was a big thing because normally I'd probably just bark down mm. the phone and I just mm. said to her – she goes, you're in a shit mood. And I said, you know what? I am. You're right. And I'm going to hang up now before I say something I regret. Mm. I might call you back before I go to bed, but I also might not. But just know I love you and I'm going to go now. And she goes, no, 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 don't go. And, and I go, no, 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 I can't. I can't. I love, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. And I was, I was. She was right. Mm. I was all over the shop. I was in the middle of moving. I was coming back from a gig. I was tired. And I said, I told her a piece of good news. And instead of reacting, of going, because she didn't understand the way that I'd said. And she, mum, not, she's not, when I say this is going to sound awful, not slow, but she asks questions. So she doesn't understand something. She'll be like, I'll be like, oh, mum, oh, this really good thing happened. I got this call from blah, blah. And, and she goes, who's that? What's that? Oh, what does that mean? I don't understand. And that was the way. And because I was already a bit, Ugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I kind of cracked it at her and I said, oh, for I was like, just sense in my tone, mum. If you don't understand what I'm saying, I, please, you know me inside out. Just say your first reaction from the tone in my voice is quite excitable and I, and you can sense that I'm telling you good news. Even if you don't understand it, just go, shit, that's really good. You sound happy. Now, forgive me, but I don't really know what it means. Yeah, I know yeah. it's good news, but let me know, make me understand it. I think it's hard as well, especially with work stuff for us. Not many uh, adults in your life really understand it. Yeah. And it's tough. And I remember my auntie saying to me once, 
I just cracked it at something yeah. that my uncle had said. And she goes, well, hang on a second. We don't always get what how this What's works. the difference between a podcast? And, and what I is was it? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, go, I know that. I said, but you don't have to get it to be happy for someone. Like if you guys all didn't – like I think sometimes as well the kind of work we do, they all wear really personally. It's like our work sometimes is their – pride or their not shame but like their news yeah, too yeah. so it's like I have to understand what's going on because I might want to tell Judy up the street rather than be not any of that oh that's awesome do you know what I mean it's all yeah. very weighted which is why and when I explained it she got it yeah like and I, I called I did call her back a few hours later and I'd cool down I said you're right and I cracked it because I knew you were right because I was in a shit mood Mm. and I was a bit worked up and I took that out on you and I'm sorry and she goes and I'm also sorry that I I although I didn't get what you were saying I should have just been happy for you up Mm. front Mm. and then the next few days she was texting me how'd you go with it did you hear Mm. back you know Mm. and I was like oh brill we've landed in a place but it's not always comfy but after I hung up from her after apologizing I was like my mum I mum is an easy target sometimes because she really tests my patience probably more so than a lot of people in my life Mm. because I know I can be so fast like in the way I live and the way Mm. I speak I'm like now this has happened and and she's kind of more like hang on hang on Mm. wait What's the deal? Oh, for breakfast, I had an omelette. Let me tell you about it. And I'm like, oh, I move quick. Mm. I'm like, what's the good stuff? You know, mm. brilliant. That that. And I was like, she is in – it's very easy for me to fall into this place where I'm like uh, I use her. I can, Not that I can run, run rings around her like in a conversation, but I – and sometimes I kind of feel as though I'm like, keep up, lady. And, and also, sometimes she's probably like, slow down. Like a venter. Like you yeah. can just dr- drop on them. And I'm like, come on, mum. And I, I think was that's like, a lot. I think a lot of kids are like that with parents. It's like, and maybe it's one parent to, in particular, I think. Maybe. maybe. But I think it's also like, you're here to hear what I have to say. Yeah. And that's about all I can handle. And that's unfair to them. But it's also like, it's hard because you're also like what you're going to say I'm not sure if I'm going to take on board so I just need to be able to drop all this stuff out and then it's maybe not that they're the person or the parent because I've got a similar kind of makeup different but in some ways where you are to listen for advice or that kind of direction from one parent but actually what I've learned is just because you thought that their advice or that their direction is the one you lean to, the other one has different offerings that Mm. I think can be really dismissed because somewhere in your family makeup when you were younger, you were told that one parent had a a stronger voice. And I was constantly told that my dad was the one with with the opinion. Me too. And not just from my dad but from my mum of going – Ask Dad, yeah. or she, or she'd put her hands in the air, and it's quite sad, really, where she goes, I, I don't know, and even even though they're kind of separated but not, she'll be like, oh, I'll check with Dad, and I'm like, oh, you know enough, like you're smart, yeah. you're smart but too. We were Trust yourself. To kind of just drop on them and then yeah. not uh, not not have them talk back, and then you want them to talk back, and when they do, you kind of annoyed at it because it's not what you are thinking they should say or because you've been kind of told that there's a certain way for a parent to be. And most of the time, the certain way is the way the other parent is, even if they're not perfect. It's bizarre. And I've also seen the other members of my family, my dad included, treat my mum like a bit of a punching bag sometimes too. Is in like quite, 
not literally, but dismissive in terms of her opinion and then I dismiss her opinion yeah. and get annoyed when she doesn't have an opinion. Yeah. And it's like that's just a vicious cycle yeah. going on over there. But I've realised, I was like, this is a good key for me because mm. it's always been that way. It's not a mm. recent thing. Mm. But I'm like, if I'm feeling like, you know, um, I'm in that place, I probably – won't not won't call her but I'll just be mindful of it when I speak to her on the phone and it's different when you're on the phone and miscommunication is easier than face to face but I'm like that's something that I learned this week that I was like okay that's that's another another little piece of the puzzle to make things easier too I think with family too just because you are able to talk to them in any tone any mood any you know part of the day because they will kind of cop it doesn't mean you should and I've learned that lesson too like I will not answer my mum's calls if I'm in a foul, if I'm just not going to be the way I... So, so for example, say you were to call me or Beth was to call me and my mum was to call me and I was in the exact same mood, I probably wouldn't answer the phone to you or Beth, but I'd answer it to my mum and be like, yo, like, and kind of just because she's she's my mum mm. and it's like mm. she can just cop whatever mm. and I've learned well that's fucking not fair either. Like, she's still a person, mm. but it's bizarre with our parents. It's like... There's an opening there that they're always going to be there because they are. But then what kind of relationship do you want to have with them? Mm. It's, a, it's a good lesson to learn. Mm. It's one you learn later. I it's think. quite powerful to know that you have control in, in, your, in the way that you can craft it though. Yeah. I think because we, we feel very empowered to do that with partners, you know, boyfriends, girlfriends, you know, mates. But I think you can, like you said, with the parents thing too. It's not just this is the lot you, that you're given yeah. in life like, and that's the way the relationship is. You can work on it too. Yeah, and relationships and, and, and parents need to be open to that as well, which is not easy because they kind of think, oh, well, this is just the way it is. Um, but I also think there are ways to do it with that if you've got a parent that's not really open, like your mum and you have had some really big, great conversations and so of my, so is my mum. Funnily enough, it's like you think that the mum – for us the thing we have in common is that they were harder to communicate with yet they're the ones way more open-minded and ready to listen Mm. so you just kind of told a fucking story when you grow up to be honest and you have to then try and make sense of it later oh compared to your dad dad. oh totally yeah yeah you're like oh it's definitely dad and you're like absolutely you grow up and you're like hang on a fucking second you don't barely listen to anything i fucking say why am I worried about talking? Do you ever talk to someone that actually gives a... Sh- no, it's not that far. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, wake, you just wake up one day and go, mm. oh, I think I've got to work this around the person I am now, not the person that I was told I would be. I think it's your empathy and compassion and seeing your parents as actual people too. Yeah. Which I reckon you get... I don't think... I think you hit a particular age, but I just think it's as you get older, you start to think more about things yeah and and what how do you want that relationship to be it's not just going to land there one day it's all going to be fine but my point was that you can you can sculpt it if your parents aren't open to those kinds of conversations you can still do small changes that change things that you are having better communication things so if your mum isn't great on the phone I definitely have found that sometimes texting is just better for mum and I because she's not very well so sometimes her speech is the first thing to go if she's having a bad day of chronic pain so the last thing that we should be doing is continuing an hour conversation on the phone. Mm. She feels like she can't really talk. I'm trying to get info out of her or say, so what do you think? And she, you know, text or email or find different ways to do it that might not be about, um, I don't know, about uh, like a big Receiving D&M. Receiving it in the D&M way you want. And yeah. a big D&M because yeah. maybe not all parents are going to be yeah. open to that D&M. Yeah. Like at one point I think we've been lucky for that. Now, not everybody's parents are like that. Newsflash. 
What? We have to go. Kylie tickets, bro. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, we've got to go. All right, it's been real. If you like this episode, you can rate it, you can review it, you subscribe to the channel, you'll never miss a beat. If you want to come to our live shows, we would froth that. Um, Tickets, uh, all the details, dates, thethinkygirls.com.au. We'll see you there. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, hey. Are you sad the party's over? You don't need to be. Because we're still partying over on Instagram. The Thinker Girls is where you can find us. Catch a bro by. This podcast is presented by The Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. This podcast is produced by me, Christy Mercer, and edited by our podcast producer, Jordan Lott. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 